It's time for Unfiltered for Your Pleasure, the official podcast of Adam and Jen in the morning. If you're easily offended, you made a wrong turn and your GPS is broken. Unfiltered for Your Pleasure. If you're easily offended, you clicked on the wrong button. The Wiggles podcast is one button up. So are you ready for your show? It's now time for Unfiltered for Your Pleasure with Adam and Jen. been a minute since we have done one of these. <laughs> it I has. do not know which buttons to push, so I hope it's recording. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> well, should we figure it out before we get too far into it? Now nah, I see something over here moving, so it seems to be working okay. So it's okay? Yeah, who knows? We might sound like chipmunks, but oh. Know. Who well, knows? maybe so. that'll be entertaining for people. <laughs> it could be, which would be an uh-huh. yeah. That might be one of those special um, podcasts that we do later on in the future, where it's all chipmunk oh. voices. Yeah, I don't you think know? people are going to like us very much after that. And then we could do one where it's the complete opposite, where it's like Satan voices, just Ooh. the devil. This is what we show. Why do we have to call them Satan voices? Because yeah, it's like that's that. that's what I think of when I hear that <laughs> voice when you drop that down and you slow your voice down. I found. You sound a, like the devil. You know how you use helium to... Correct. There's another yeah. gas that mm. you can use to make it super deep like and that. And what do you sound like? Yeah. The devil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the devil. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It is kind of scary when people do that. It's like, man, how does that work? I, right. Again, I don't, uh, I don't prove to prove that I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. Okay. So. Uh, Fair but, enough. Um, a special edition of <clears throat> this podcast, so we can kind of fill you on some things that have huh. come to be. Yeah. Um, and so, really, it's uh, this is uh, this is more of just this is a, a Gen podcast this morning. Well, or I, I this need Adam this here evening. to calm me down because um, <laughs> I know that this is. Look, I'm already got. I'm going to get my Kleenex ready here. Um. Yeah. So, so we should start from. Well, months been, ago, right? It'll be six months. So it was on March 31st that this whole thing started. And we have not been able to talk about it. You haven't been able to say anything because there's been an ongoing legal legal battle. Ba- exactly. Which is now over with. Yes. Um, we'll get to the outcome um, here in a little while, but we want to kind of go down the path of how right. it, when it started, what Happened, how it went down. How it went down. Yeah. Things that led up to where we are now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, six months, really? Has six it been that long it's ago? It's been... Wow. Yeah, but it feels like it's been longer because I'm telling no, you I know, what, yeah. the stress that has come with this has been unreal. Yeah, it's definitely put uh, put a damper on, on a lot of things and, and stress on your families. Yeah. Uh, life the last six months. Yeah. And, it, you know, it spilled out into... You know, my close friends and, you know, even my family that doesn't live in my house. Absolutely. um, I've watched it affect other people as well. And so um, it started on a Thursday. I was actually at the hair goddess getting my hair done. Okay. Um, And I was in the bowl getting washed. And when I came back to the seat, I had a bunch of missed calls on my phone. And um, they were from... Jazz's school. Okay. Jazz attends Delta. 
which is a STEM high school. We live in Richland. Delta is in Pasco. Yeah, and if you listen so, to the show, we you know a lot of times um, the buses haven't picked him up. And, I know. There's lots of struggles with that. Jen's had to leave that. to go pick him up and drop him <laughs> off and this and that. Because he has know. to take the bus from our house to Richland High School. Yeah, which is And then so he gets weird. shuttled from Richland High School to Pasco. But they can't get him back home. No, absolutely. He's Which stuck is in weird. So one of us afternoon. have to go get him yeah. after school every day. <laughs> yeah. So it's a mess that way. But the school is phenomenal. Um, and So you had a bunch of calls, missed calls. I had a bunch of missed calls from the school and from Jazz's dad. Okay. And so I, um, I listened to the school message and it said, you know, hey, it's the principal. Uh, don't worry. Jazzy's okay. But there was an incident at the school today. I need you to give me a call back. Gotcha. That's a little. That's a it's little disconcerting. Conf- yeah, it, but it's a little. At least when you hear the jazz is okay, you still kind of yeah. go, yeah. But how bad is it? And then <laughs> you know? I'm like, um, did my kid do something? Like I was going through all these scenarios. Now, mind you, I understand how this sounds. Okay, when I tell you that my child is probably one of the best human beings I've ever met in my entire life. I am not a parent who buries my head in the sand. If my kids are wrong, they're held accountable. Yeah. If they act up, I act accordingly. Correct. I am not a person that hides my kids' misgivings because I don't feel like they learn that way. So but it this was kind child of shocked. Yes. This child I could not ever pinpoint to you when he has ever gotten in trouble for anything. Gotcha. So it was shocking to get that call. So I was trying to, well, it was very confusing. So I called his dad and I said, hey, what's going on? And he said, you're not going to believe this. And I said, well, give it to me. (laughs) And, And he's like, there was a kid at Jazz's school that has been expelled because they had a hit list. And Jazz's name was on it. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know a whole lot of details. The school just told me that the kid's been removed. There was a hit list they found. Jazz's name was on the hit list along with a bunch of other kids. Um, And they are looking into all of it, but they just wanted to let us know that Jazz was safe. It's been handled as in regard to the kid has been removed. Um, and that's what I know. So I have some people that I know that are on the Pasco police force. And remember, Delta is in Pasco. Yeah. So I knew that's. So I'm like, is it safe for my kid to go to school tomorrow? I have no idea what all of this is about. So I call, send a couple messages out. Hey, I've got some questions. And I sent them to a few people. Um, and one called me back and said, hey, Jen, what's going on? And I said, hey. I said, I know this is going to sound really strange, but there's something going on at my son's school that I just found out about, and I want to know if he's safe to go back to school tomorrow. And he said, okay. And I said, you know, my son's name is Jazz Little, and he goes, and he stopped me. He said, stop. I can't talk to you about this. I happen to be the person who's on this case. Gotcha. And I'm like, okay, I don't need you to give me any details right now. What I do need you to tell me is... Do you, what do you know about this kid? Is it safe for Jazz to go back to school? Yeah. And I said, because if he is crazy, is he going to hurt my kid? Yeah. And he said, first of all, it's not a guy, it's a girl. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And he's like, no. 
And he goes, but I don't know anything about the students because I just started there. Gotcha. So you're going to have to go in and go talk to the principal. The principal. So I did. So the next day I sent Jazz to school, but I was hesitant, right? Because you just don't know. And I get in there and I said, hey, can you give me more details? So he takes me into his office, shuts the door, and he goes, yeah, this is what I can tell you. You know, there were 20 kids on this list, but Jazz's name was number one. Wow. And I said, what do you mean number one? And I said, I want to see the list. Do you have the list? I want to see it. And he goes, well, I can show it to you, but I can't give it to you. And I said, that's fine. I want to see it. Yeah. He goes and pulls this book out, and the very first page is my son's name at the top. And then it lists out eight different times, you hurt my feelings, you hurt my feelings, You eight times it was written out. Gotcha. And then in graphic detail, how she was going to murder him. Golly. Said that he was not a good emotional support person for her. So I'm like, that's graphic. Yeah. I understand. That's detailed. That's right. That specific stuff. Teenage girls get their feelings hurt. Sometimes they, you know, overreact. I hate this boy. He's stupid. Oh. I wish he was dead. <laughs> yeah. I understand all of that. Yeah. Right. Yep. But to spell out, write out in detail how you were going to go about murdering my son. Yeah. I, the hair on the back of my neck oh, stood up. Oh, I, I couldn't imagine. When we went in there, I went in there to offer an olive branch because Jazz told me, Mom, it was just a joke. She didn't mean it. Yeah. She told us in the hallways that she was going to murder us. Hmm. But he thought it was kind of like, oh, you do that again, I'm going to kick your fucking ass kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Nothing really serious about it. But he didn't know about the book. Mm. There was a lot of other details that started to unfold. He didn't know about it first. So I went in there to offer an olive branch. Said, listen, here's the deal. We all made stupid mistakes when we were kids. Yeah. I don't want this to ruin her life because she made a stupid mistake. If she didn't mean it, it was a joke, whatever. Let the family know. If she's willing to apologize to Jazz, we will sit down with them in this room or via Zoom or yeah. on the phone, whatever they feel comfortable with. And if she'll apologize, we will offer forgiveness yeah. so she doesn't carry this. Then he brought the book out. Then I wanted to see the list. Well, there were 20 names in the book, but Jazz's name was the only one that had details on okay, how she was, was going to kill him. That was a question I was going to have. Did they was were there others that had the detailed uh, they no. were just there was just a list. Just each page in the book had a name at the top and nothing more. Gotcha. Jazz's was the only one written out like that. Wow. Once those details got out, she was arrested at her home the next day. She was charged with 20 felony accounts of um, aggravated harassment. Okay. Um, the book was turned over. And she was in and then back out. She's a juvenile. She didn't have any prior record. Everybody said that, you know, she was a great kid. There shouldn't have been any issues, blah, blah, blah. So his dad and I go to the prosecutor and say... We just want to know what is happening. Like, yeah. what's going on? What are you doing? What's, you know, all of this. And she's like, nope, totally get it. I've seen some of this evidence. Something's not right with this girl. It's crazy. So they start asking me questions. Was Jazzy dating her? Gotcha. Did he bully her? Did he whatever? And I, as a mom, 
get defensive. Of course. Right? I'm pissed off now. I said, how fucking dare you question my kid? I don't care. And at that minute, I didn't. I don't care what he did. He doesn't deserve to have his life threatened in that manner. But at the same time, and I will tell you, this is the part will get me emotional. This scenario had me question my child. And I've never done that before in my life because this kid has never stepped out of line before, ever. And so I got all this stuff going in my head and all these things happening. And I have to go home and question my baby and be like, did you ever say anything mean about this girl? And he's like, no. Yeah. Did you date her? No. Did you make her think that you wanted to and then not do it? No, mom, I didn't do any of those things. And I literally out of my mouth said, Jazz, are you lying to me? That fucked me up because I, like I said, I have no problems holding my kids accountable, but I had to question him and I've never had to do that before. Yeah. And that made me so mad that this person put, put me in that, put position, in that position to have to, to, have to your, do that yeah. to where now my child thinks that I don't trust him. Yeah. This is what Jazz explained to me. He said, Mom, back in December, I knew something wasn't right. She was depressed. She was kind of mopey. She like pulled away from people. And Jazz is that person where he went to her and said, hey, I something's not right. I see you're not happy. I don't know what's going on, but if you need a friend... yeah." I'm here for you. Now, people can come out and say, well, how do you know that's what he said? You know, maybe he was making up his own side of the story. You're right. He could have been. But I've seen the messages. I know the conversations because, trust me, they have gone through every piece of everything that they can to figure out what was happening. So the conversations that so were taking place. So now you mean messages, text, email, These were through Snapchat. Instagram. Because nowadays, okay, Instagram. It was through Instagram. So, okay. She did not have his phone number. He did not have hers. They only communicated through Instagram. Gotcha. His conversations were such of, you know, she would write and be like, this person hates me. This person doesn't invite me here. I hate this. I hate that. And Jazz's responses were, nobody hates you. Yeah. Don't let anybody get in your head. Don't let anybody get in your heart. You do you. You show up, do the best that you can. This kid was literally encouraging this girl every single day to just show up how she was. Don't worry about what other people think. You're good enough just how you are. But she had feelings. Yeah. And Jazzy didn't. And he didn't realize being a 14-year-old teenage boy. (laughs) He was oblivious. He was oblivious to the fact he thought he was just helping a friend and didn't reciprocate these feelings. And when that became evident, she said he needed to die. So he went on this list. I am screaming on the phone to lawyers, to the prosecutor, to my family, to whatever... What Whoever's are they, what to are they gonna do to this girl? Yeah. What are they gonna do to her? And Jazzy's the one that stops me and says, No, mom, what are they gonna do for her? Not to her. Not to her. She doesn't we're not looking to punish her, mom. She needs help. And 
I am like frustrated with my son and like, Jazzy, you don't understand. I know you think she's your friend. I know that you want to take care of her. But this girl literally wrote out how she was going to murder you. She wanted to kill you. And he's like, Mom, she needs help. And I will say to this day, my hand to God, he speaks the loudest to me through my kids. Yeah. And so I had to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe I'm not out for an eye for an eye kind of thing. How can we help her? But then more evidence comes out and they find drawings that she had done of mutilated bodies that she was dragging across the ground. Wow. And the reason that they found out about the book is because a very good friend of hers turned her in because there were words of, I'm going to do it tomorrow. So there was a day. There was she a had planned. This type. was on a Thursday. She had planned to kill my son on Friday. Man. And her friend said she was getting worse and worse and worse, building and building. And there were a, it was a lot of talk of how she was going to kill people and how she was going to do it and win and all of this different stuff. And she said, I just got, she got to the point where she was like, I am scared for Jazz's life. Yeah. You need to do something. <clears throat> so we had our first court hearing and I was told... She confessed okay. to the school gotcha. and said, yes, I wrote those out. That is my book. That's what I did. All of this. But the laws now that we have, because she is a minor, she does not have to speak to the police. She does not have to hmm. give a statement to the police. She can go through her lawyer. Well, apparently, while at the school, after she made her confession, the police officer had to tell her, you are not legally obligated to talk to me. You can go through a lawyer if you want. Her dad was there, said, yes, that's what we will do. Lawyer okay. said, do not say a thing to the police. Therefore, her confession was not admissible in court because she didn't make it to an officer, an officer of, the law. of the law. She did it to the school. <clears throat> she got to go home. Um but because she had made the confession, because they had all the evidence, because they had all of this stuff in front of them, I was told it should be an open shut case. She will get charged. She'll plead guilty. This is the way it's going to go. How many months ago was this when you were told that? That was five, five months, ago, months ago. Five months ago. We go into our first court hearing and she gets up and says not guilty. And I don't know why it shocked me. But it did because I had been told that she wouldn't. And so I thought that's the way it's going to go. And I've since found out everybody pleads not guilty. That's what their, their lawyers tell them to do. It doesn't matter what you do. Everybody yeah. pleads not guilty. So I was already in shock. But then she turns around and she gets to walk out of the courtroom with her dad. And yeah. as she is, they're giggling. When I tell you it took every oh. fiber in my being not to get up and go across that courtroom. I've seen videos of parents, <sighs> you know, yeah. I was beside myself, so upset, um, but nothing I can do, right? Because then you get the whole other side because <clears throat> I know that this side of my story is incredibly biased because it's so emotional for me. So I yeah. recognize that, uh, you know, and you hear some people they giggle when they're nervous or they, you know, whatever. But it was just the demeanor and the way it happened as they walked out of the courtroom that I, well. oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, 
Time has gone by. We've been in the courtroom multiple times. They continue to push the dates out as they do, um, but then found out that they were going to make a plea deal with her, that she was going to, you know, maybe during the sentencing she would get some counseling, but they couldn't guarantee me how much she would get, how long it would be, who she would be with, any of that. Um, no time spent behind bars, no um, no community service, and that if she stayed clean, didn't do anything bad for 12 months, they'd wipe it off of her record like it never happened. Hmm. Wow. So here's where I'm at as a parent at this moment, that moment, is that I'm like, if this was my child in this spot, what would I want from them? You're putting yourself in their, her parents, her parents' position, right? Her parents' right? Okay. position. Gotcha. <clears throat> and I'm like, I can't do it. I couldn't put myself in the spot. Yeah. I tried so hard and I couldn't do it because I'm like, I would have beat the hell out of my kids. <laughs> there is no way they would ever do something like this. I would hope, right? Yeah. But we never know. We just yeah. don't ever know. And I don't know if her parents knew or not. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Do I want this to be hang over my kid's head for the rest of his life? No. But if they did something like that, should it? There's got to be some yeah. kind of repercussions for this because this is how things happen when we have something tragic and we sweep it under the carpet over and over and over again. Then no, there's no consequences. Yeah. Right? So why wouldn't I? I can yep. do whatever I want to and get away Absolutely. with it. Yeah. So I'm trying to fight... That I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to put this girl behind bars for the rest of her life, but I am telling you there has to be some kind of repercussion. She's got to lose something in this because <clears throat> my youngest child, Jackson, when he found out about this, yeah, he begged his brother not to go to school. He was so terrified that he was going to lose his brother that he was sick. I yeah, mean, literally I physically that. ill. I remember. He missed over a week of school because he was just so miserable thinking that he was going to lose his brother. That he was going to go to school and come home and right. not have his brother. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so the the side effects, the turmoil from this has been, the ripple goes out far. Right. You think it's just, a, OK, it's an isolated, isolated incidents. But then then you start thinking, are my kids going to never want to help anybody again because they're scared to death? Is he going to be scared of women now? Because, you know, no, forget the part of helping somebody. She had a crush that he didn't. And so then he, she wanted to kill him. Yeah. Is he going to be worried that every woman he turns down is exactly. going to be? Absolutely. Right. So yeah. I'm like all of these things that are running through my head and then. Now this girl is out of school. She's not allowed to come back to the school and she has a no contact order. So she cannot write him, text him, be around him, nothing. It's gotcha. it's better than a uh, restraining, restraining order. order. No contact is none no, whatsoever. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Um, but then I get a call from one of the news stations who I happen to be friends with, one of the reporters, and they say, Jen, we have Jazz's story. We're going to run with it tonight. We promise you his name's not in it, you know, whatever, but I wanted to give you a heads up. Gotcha. So they do. All the major new news networks run with the story, and I'm sure some of y'all read it because they talked about the Delta, you know, kid yeah. that had the hit list. 
And they mentioned that it was a girl that had a hit list and the boy was on the number one list and what she wanted to do to him. Yep. And, and you some did of you, the ultimate mistake, didn't you? You started reading comments. I did because my son started reading comments. Yeah. It, it's That is one of those things that yeah. is so difficult to not do. Yeah. And but, I'm going to tell you right now, I lost a lot of faith in humanity at that point. Absolutely. Because some of you motherfuckers out there. <laughs> who didn't. Don't right. You have no idea because I can't defend my son. Yeah, I can't come out here and say anything. And people are talking about how he fucking deserved to be on that list, and how I'm sure he bullied her, and he should have been stabbed for that, and seriously tearing my child apart. And he is reading these messages. Yeah, and he's like, "What do I do? And what can you do?" Stop! Stop reading. Stop them. reading them. But the intrigue, the right, you you yep. can't stop. Right, you get sucked in, and then it's like, oh my gosh! Well, and then now I've got I, family you know. and friends that know the story, and they're reading them, and so they're sending me screenshots of stuff, and they're pissed off, and they're, you know, and these are adults that came yeah. and attacked my child, and have no idea that this little boy is in that spot because he tried to help her. Yeah. And had he no didn't do clue. one thing wrong, nothing, and you know the, everybody's defending her and tearing my child apart, and there wasn't anything I could do. Yeah, I couldn't come out and defend him because I couldn't say anything. I couldn't. I couldn't even rebut on Facebook to stop people from, you know, saying the things that they were saying. All I could do was beg him not to read not it to anymore. Read it. Yeah. Because I'm like, Jesse, you know who you are as a person. Absolutely. These people don't. Yeah. They don't count. Don't worry about it. But I was right there with them. I was so pissed. Yeah. After this goes down, Jazzy decides finally, after like four months, he wants to go out with his friends. Okay. And I said, okay, go for it. You know, I love the fact that you're finally at a spot where you feel safe enough to leave the house and go. Yeah. So they go to the mall, and while they're at the mall, an adult approaches them and says, hey, aren't you the one on the hit list? And Jess is like, he, yeah. Um, are you on the other one too? And he's like, what do you mean the other one? Come to find out there were two hit lists, not just one. And my son's name was at the top of both of them. Mm. And so he did some amazing detective work on his own and was able to find somebody who had screenshots because this girl was writing to people and writing out in detail how she was going to murder them and what was going to happen. And the detail in there was not like some funny ha-ha whatever. It It was down to... You're going to be not found and you're going to suffer for this long of a time. And I mean, it was graphic and over the top. So he got those. We sent that to the authorities. So then, of course, things got pushed again. And then Jazzy was told he had to go in and go be interviewed by the defense attorney. That's right. I remember that. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do you need my son to come in and talk to you? Well, they just want to find out what he's going to say and how he's going to say it because they wanted to convince him 
to say it was a joke. Yeah. And I had to step out of my body at that point because every fiber in my being wanted to tell him what he could and couldn't say. And I couldn't do it because he's the one that has to live with himself. Yeah. And he continued to stand by the fact that he didn't want her to be punished. He wanted her to get help. And is that the right human thing to do? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But yeah. I was literally. But it's not what you wanted him to do. I, no. Yeah. I wanted him to go in there and say that, you know, he was terrified and thought this girl was going to kill him. Yeah. And Jazzy refused to do it. Until we found out 26,000 pages of evidence on her phone. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I think at that point in time, I handed facts to Jazzy and I made it more clear more than once. I am biased. I am biased and I am upset and I am hurt and I'm scared. But you have to do what you think is right for you. Yeah. So here's the evidence. You do what you want with it. Go from there. Eventually, he came around to as long as there's some element of help in there for her. Yeah. I understand what she was going to do. I understand the that seriousness. I do not feel comfortable being around her. I, you know, like he got to that point without me coaching because I had to remove myself completely. Um, and so we had to go in and go talk to the defense attorney, and apparently they didn't know about the second hit the list. second lists. So he wow. was like, well, I know from this, this, and this. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, well, there's a second hit list on the phone. And she said, we have to stop. We can't have, I can't have this conversation anymore until I get through stuff. Gotcha. Um, so we had, got, we had asked the prosecutor to please ask for a psyche valve before you consider doing any kind of a plea deal. Yeah. Find out if she's really crazy or if yeah. she just had a bad day or whatever. And they said, we can't do that. We're not allowed to get them a psyche vow. We can, as, as part of the um, sentencing, we can require her to get counseling, but we can't do anything beforehand because she's a minor. And That's- I said, so... You're going to give her a plea deal where she gets off, but she goes to counseling for three weeks and then the counselor finds out she's psychotic. Yeah. And we let it go. And And now you can't go back. Now you can't go back. Now you can't go back. And she's like, that's just the way it works with minors. So. That's interesting. All of this other evidence is coming out. This was in the beginning. This was, you know, five and a half months prior. Yeah. Now we fast forward five and a half months and we go in for a court hearing and they're like, we need to delay it more. We have required her to start counseling. And I'm like, whatever they found yeah. in her phone and that 26,000 pages of evidence absolutely There's scared them there. enough yeah. that they decided to break their rules, to go yeah. above <laughs> and beyond over yeah. the top to require her to go to counseling. At the same time, found out that they were going to allow her to go on her family vacations and do whatever she wanted to this summer. Mm. 
No restrictions whatsoever. Nothing. The only thing that she couldn't have, she can go anywhere she wants. She just has to have an adult with her. Um, she basically she's free. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants to. And then the shootings happened in Texas. Oh yeah. Was it Texas or Denver or I can't remember exactly where it, it was. was. Uval- <laughs> there was U- two. Uvalde? There was two in a row that happened. Like one right after another, but the first one I was say in Texas. Is I thought there was the one in Texas. Yeah. Um, was one the grocery store? The one was the, the school. The one was the grocery the store. One was the grocery the store. The grocery right? store one is the one that, um, honest to God, that's the one that, that got was the me first one. I the think most. right. Yeah. Right. So this is all happening when. When all this went down is exactly when yeah. we're in the thick of all of our stuff. So it was, I'm looking through because I wrote notes out for when I had to get up and speak. Um, it was in Buffalo. It Buffalo. was in Buffalo is where it happened. Um, I said last week in, in Buffalo and that, oh, that was the school one, right? No, that's the grocery store. Or, one. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then it was the, the one in Uvalde, Texas, the elementary school was, uh, end of May. Yes. So all of these are happening while this is going on with us. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, the story for this one from Buffalo is this kid is at school and they said, good kid, quiet, good grades, no priors, doesn't have exactly like her, gets caught writing out how he's going to kill people. Yeah. So they arrest him, just like she got caught writing out, and they arrest her. They get to where they need to go, and they tell the authorities, it was just a joke. I did not mean anything by that. I was just, I wrote it down. I wasn't thinking. I'm really sorry. It was just a joke. Exact words she said, exact words he said. Both of them basically get off scot-free. He gets to go back to school yeah, and he bides his time. And then when he turns 18, he goes and buys those guns and goes and kills all those people in the grocery store. And when he's arrested and they say to him, um, how come nobody ever did anything when he had all these issues before at school? Yeah. And he said, well, because I knew exactly what to say to him. It was never a fucking joke. I meant it the entire time. I just had to bide my time until I could get to do what I wanted to do. So I knew exactly what I had to say for them to let me go. Their stories were lined up so identical He made websites. She had websites. He had all these drawings. She has all these drawings. He was telling friends he was going to kill people. So did she. I mean, like, it was the same person just switched the names. So you're seeing this at this time, and you're thinking to yourself, nothing's been done yet. Right. You're still in the courts. They're still pushing things back. All of a sudden, you're starting to think, almost thank goodness. Yeah. Here's a perfect example of what could happen, so they've got to they they gotta look at it and go, hey, we don't want to be like Buffalo. We That's don't want to exactly we right. don't want to run into this situation like this. We've got to do something a little bit more. And that's exactly what I wrote out here. I said, you know what? Thank God we are in the position that we're in to be able to 
make an example and show the community that we take this seriously. Yep. That we are not going to allow something like this to get swept under the rug and that we're going to make sure that these people are held accountable so we don't have to end up like Buffalo. Yep. Absolutely. And then Uvalde happened. Yeah. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? And then we had two girls. You know what people told me on a regular basis? Oh, well, thank God it's a girl. They don't do things like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? What do you mean they don't do things like that? Women don't do. I said, we have women's prisons for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. women do yeah, things, women do like, things this. like this. And then we had two stabbings that same week at different schools by girls. Yeah. So I'm like, don't tell me it doesn't happen because it does. So yeah. all of this is going on. It keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. I still can't defend my son. I can't do anything about any of this stuff. And then we go to court on Thursday. This past Thursday, depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. So either yesterday or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was told that no matter what deal they make, no matter what sentencing they hand to the judge... I would have an opportunity to get up and speak my side. Okay. Voice my... Usually that does happen. Right? Usually, right? Yeah. Usually that's that's an opportunity that is given to... Yes, the victims. The victims and their families. Right. Yeah. We go into the courtroom and we sit down and they have a lot of different cases that run through that day. So you're on a docket to when you actually get seen. Um, but sometimes they bounce around, so you can't ever. So it's leave. not like in the TV show and movies where it's you've got your. This is your courtroom for the entire day. You're listening to other court cases. You're I'm watching all to, kinds gotcha. of different kids get up there and yep. and what's going on. And sometimes, you know, kids have school, so they were like, "Well, I know you're number fourteen on the docket, but we're going to move you up to number two so that you can get done and get out and get to school." So then sometimes we just keep getting bumped down the yeah. whatever it may be. So anyway, they get up there and they're talking and this guy that stands up with her i've never seen him before her lawyer i know her lawyer because we've been in the courtroom yeah. with her 15 times she's not there this guy gets up in front of the judge and says judge i just wanted to let you know i didn't meet her until last night for the very first time but she seems like a really good girl and says she understands what she did wrong. So I don't think she's going to cause any problems. We're going to go ahead and do a plea deal. And I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> yeah. How do you know her? You know she's a Less good girl? Less than 24 hours? You know, one time meeting her yeah. and you know who she is? Judge is like, okay. And our prosecutor, who I say our, they're not ours. This was a state case. We did not press charges. The state the pressed state charges. Did. So we weren't allowed to be involved in any of that. We didn't even give an opportunity to do it because the state jumped in and did it before we could. Okay. She's like, yep, we're, we're good. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean we're good? Where is my chance to get up and address the court? And what are you giving her? Yeah. She got 12 months probation. And after the 12 months of probation, she does have to keep continue to go to her counseling. She has to check in with her probation officer and with the courts every so often. She can't get failing grades. She can't skip school. Okay. 
And if she does all of that at the end of the 12 months, it is completely expunged off her record like it never happened. Hmm. And I said, you've got to be kidding me because my kid has to carry this on his heart for the rest of his life and she gets to walk away from it. I have to carry this. I have to worry about my kids every time they walk out of the house now. Not that I didn't before, but this is a whole new level. Absolutely. When somebody literally threatens your child's life, that's all I can think about now. Absolutely. And I don't want my children to be assholes. I don't want them to not help people. I don't want them to ignore and walk away from people that need them. But if it puts them in this position. But at the same time, it has jaded me to think, no. Yeah, don't you help. just let people struggle then yeah. because you can't trust anybody. And that's the thing that scared me the most is my oldest kid said, he said, it's about damn time Jazzy learns that you can't help everybody and that not everybody is as good as he is because next time he could end up dead. And how fucked up is that, that our kids have to live like that? Yeah. So... Here's where we're at. She's free to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants. She's not going to that school, right? She can't go, can't to, go his to the school. school. Can't the, the no contact order is still in place. How Correct. long is that in place? Well, forever or is it just a twelve months? It's in place month? for the twelve months, and then after that point in time, we have to go in and file for one if we want one. It did find out that her dad put in for a transfer to move out of the state. Gotcha. Um, which. To me is a bonus in the fact that Jazzy won't have to look over his shoulder. Yeah. Um, but it does worry me that this girl is she's sick. There's something very wrong with her. There were too many things that they found that were that led to every other story out there where they're like, you saw all the signs and you just let it happen and nothing stopped nobody stopped them because what? They didn't have any priors. Yeah. There's always a first time. Exactly. Right? So. Do you think the reason you didn't get a chance to speak up is because the state, it was not a, it was not um, a charge from you guys. Like you didn't right. press charges. Right. It was a state thing. And yep. so the state didn't have to offer this to you. Right. So legally, we get to have zero say whatsoever in the state case. Even as the victims, you don't get to have a say in it. They do what they want to do. Now, do some of them, you know, ask what you want? I'm sure they probably would. But this gal, when when Jazzy's dad and I went in and talked to her at first, she seemed to be like, you know what? I totally get you. I'm the same kind of mom you are. You know, yeah. this this needs to be addressed. This girl is sick. You know, something is not right here with this girl. Even she even shared with me that when she was booked in, the gal who booked her into jail made it a point to say to her, something's "Something's not right right with this girl. So I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So people clearly know. Too many red flags. Oh, tell me about it. Too many red flags. So when this girl, when Jet, when she wanted, the prosecutor wanted to meet Jazz, Jazz was so nervous. Yeah. And... He is, she's asking him questions and he's doing really good answering questions. Um, She literally looked at my child and said, it is your job to make sure this girl gets help. 
and I... Mm. I think I'm going to disagree with that one. It is not my child's job to do shit. Yeah. He didn't do anything. It's your job to yeah. make sure that things get taken she care gets of, the help. not his. Yeah. So from that point forward, rather than my go to jail myself, yeah. I allowed his dad to handle all communication between her and us <laughs> because I was, I mean, like, I was so upset because Jazzy was upset because then Jazzy was like, oh my God. I have to, I now have to help to her. Me. I have to do now something. Now it's up to me. And he was put into a position yeah. that. And he if something have been were to in. go wrong, if she were to lose something, if she got some type of heavier sentencing, he would have carried that on his heart for the Absolutely. rest of his life. Yeah. And I just, our system is so broken and so <laughs> twisted. Yeah. And I was told that had this been prosecuted in a different place, that it would have been an open shut no brainer she would have been charged with her felony harassment of my son because the evidence was overwhelming it, but it wasn't because some people are overworked and understaffed and this just didn't hold as much weight for them gotcha. as it would have someplace else hmm. and that is disgusting That's sad. to me disgusting to me we these laws have to change they, I mean, there's got to be something. Now, I know I've heard things about the red flag laws, and I don't know how I feel about those because I think there's so much room for interpretation and so many things could get... Too much gray area yes. in the red flag. Right, right. And I... I laws, I, which I, is so sad because right. it's a red flag law. Should be cut and dry. Right. Should be just... It should be, but I think I worry about, you know, somebody who struggles with depression yeah right so they go to a counselor to get help because they're doing the right thing well they're red flagged they can never own a handgun at that point in time gotcha is that fair they were going through a, a rough patch because they lost somebody and you know they needed some help because they had some suicidal thoughts yeah, or whatever tough. it may be i get that now that, that right? that's that's tough because so now they're flagged now forever they're forever and yeah. that i don't think that's fair we are a very pro-gun family I very much so, my boys were raised with them. I have them in my house. I am not a believer that guns are the problem for our school shootings or for all the other things that they continue to blame them for. Mental health is the number one reason why we have kids dying from these things. Yeah. Because this little girl, whatever happened in her home, whatever is going on in her, her life, life, in her yeah. head, that is why she wanted to kill my son. Whether she had a gun or not, she was going to find a way to do it. Yeah. Right? I, I just, so I'm not, I'm not about that. And I get really tired with things like this happening. And then all of a sudden we hit these politicians that jump in and try to blame it all on, you know, we're going to take away your rights. We're going to whatever. That's not where it's at. We need to start at the base. Mental health. We need to watch and pay attention to our kids and go through their shit and take away their privacy. Yeah. I don't care. Go through her book. If her dad would have found all those drawings that she had done of mutilated bodies and all of these lists, you would have hoped that she yeah. would have gotten the help she needed. Yeah. And how many of these kids that don't get the help because the parents are too scared to piss off their kids and they've got to be my fucking friend? Yep. No. Yeah, I got to be a best friend not. before I got to be a parent. No, no. I need my, them to like me. 
I tell my kids on a regular basis, if you don't fucking hate me a few times during your life, then I'm not doing my job right. But when I get to the point where I don't have to parent you anymore, yeah. then I'm more than happy to be your friend. But until then, my job is to be your mom, Yeah. period. And if more people would step up and do that, I think we'd have a hell of a lot less problems in our schools. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, wow. Well, um, it's interesting. There's a lot of things. I mean, I've, I've known a lot about this. Yeah. Um, and I know you've wanted for six months to share this story, to be able to talk about it, not, not to get it off your chest. No. You know, cause that's one of the things when I, when you said, you know, you wanted to do this, you wanted to talk about this. I had so many thoughts going through my mind. Right. Like, why? Why do you want to talk about this? Right. Why do you want to put this out there? Do you want to put it out there for the right reasons? Right. Or do you want to put it out there just to make it known right. that all this other stuff? And when you said, I think you sent me a text. I think it was a text. I want to read it before I. Okay. Because I don't want to read. I don't want to misword it. Sure. Um, um, maybe it wasn't a text. I. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Or maybe it was just the conversation we had last night or something. And it was it was more of the reason why you wanted to do it was because things need to change. And the way we start to change things is by talking about it. That's exactly right. And so I was like, okay, good. Because I, I didn't want this to just be an, a 100% bashing on people. No. You know? No, and, so, and I can't. I can't. Uh, trust me. I... I recognize where my flaws are. I recognize my weaknesses and my kids are my number one weakness. And I do go mama bear. I know to the Absolutely. nth degree. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. And I recognize during this scenario, we had some people that were in positions of law that were helping guide to the decisions that I needed to make. I could not have conversations with those people. Yeah. I needed a third party. I had to give my information to somebody who could filter out all my bullshit, yeah. all of my emotions, and just take, extrapolate the facts from what I was giving them, then go have the conversation with the person that needed to and bring it back to me. Because I couldn't, because I would just vomit emotion all over everything because I was so hurt. Yeah. I'm still so hurt. Absolutely. And scared and disgusted with the way things have gone because I had had this romanticized idea of how. You did something wrong. You're held accountable. There's a proper punishment. Correct. And then we move forward. And then we get help and we move forward. And right. So that's where I thought that's the way I was raised. That's the way it is in my house. You fuck up. You have to deal with the consequences. I don't care if you're 14 years old or 44 years old. Absolutely. You deal with the consequences because when you do... You think twice about ever doing it again and hope to yeah. God it never happens, oh, right? 100%, yeah. But when it happens and there's an just an overwhelming amount of evidence and it's swept under the rug when it is a, ah, not really that big of a deal. Yeah. I can't really prove that it was going to happen. So, so then your mind take? starts turning. <laughs> so-, so this is the conversation that I had many times is that my life changed on a Thursday when I got that phone call. Yeah. She and so many other people are 
held accountable to Thursday. But I can't get Friday off my heart. Friday is all I can think about. Getting that phone call that she was able to follow through with it and she killed my kid. Yeah. And I think about all these other parents out there that got that Friday phone call when a Thursday phone call could have saved their life. Yeah. And it did for my son. But she shouldn't be held accountable for the Thursday phone call. She'd be held accountable for the Friday phone call because that's what she wanted to do. do. And why is it that we continue to say, well, she didn't do it, even though she planned it out, she thought it out, she wrote it out multiple times. This is what was going to happen in detail. But because she never got to Friday, not because she changed her mind, not because she decided to back out, because she got fucking caught. caught. That we're going to treat her like Thursday. Yeah. And then I talked to my child and he said, they think about her on Thursday and you think about her on Friday, but I think about her on Monday when she was still my friend before I knew what she wanted to do to me. This is the kind of soul that he is. (laughs) This is the person that this child is. And this is why it blew me away that somebody would want to hurt him. Yeah. Because he is the kindest person I've ever met. And even facing all of this, he still thinks about her on Monday. Yeah. But being a mom, I can't get Friday out of my mind. And you never will. No. Just like he will never get Monday. Out of his mind. But it's tough. Y'all, it's tough because I'm watching other families and hearing all these other stories and our system is broken and it needs to change and I need help on how to do it. How do you do it? I don't know how. I don't know what steps you take next or what you do. My reaction is I just want to go in and tear everything to the ground and I know that's not right. But I'm hoping... That sharing this is more so that it's going to spark something for somebody else who understands they don't want that Friday phone call either. Yeah. So things have to change. There has to be some more accountability. We've got to find a way to make sure that these kids are getting the mental health that they, you know, they're, they're, it's too late. the counseling, the, you know, recognition, the, the signs, whatever it is that needs to be yeah. sooner. And... You know, I, I've i told Jazzy, I said, you know, I don't ever want to hear it wasn't my business. That's one thing I don't want to hear is that, you know, hey, I see this person struggling. It's not my business. Yeah. Right. I would much rather you be pissed off at me that I got up in your business when it wasn't mine. Yeah. Than to ignore the signs and know that I could have said something when I didn't. Yep. Well, I know that it's... Um... I think one of the big things that it takes is, I mean, it goes to voting. Right. You know, it leads to in November, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are, um, I see the signs everywhere for new council members, new judges, new, all of these things. And right. I think it, it not only just, just the fact that of voting, but also finding out who you're voting for. That's it. And Please, what they, God. And what, look into that a little bit for? more. Uh, what they stand for, who they are as a person, what they believe in kind of a thing, and then 
Make because sure you go and vote. This leniency of let me hold their hand, let me stroke their ego, everybody's entitled. It's, it's seemed, ruining. It's getting out of hand. It is ruining our children. Yeah. Ruining them to the point where they think that it's okay to do these kind of things because they get a slap on the hand. And now this person is going to walk away with nothing on her record, no way to be held accountable, yeah. and she gets to walk away from it. But we have to carry it on our heart for the rest of our lives. So the victims are punished again. More than the the person that... Yeah, because that, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. I, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> I, I remember growing <laughs> up that uh, there was a fear in my, my body that if that street light came on and I wasn't home... Right. And that's there's not that fear anymore. I don't see that fear in you know in kids where I I knew I knew that there were rules. I had the streetlight came on. I had to be home. Yeah. There was no ifs ands or buts about it. And that was and it was not. They didn't hit me. They didn't. But I didn't sure. want to disappoint exactly my parents. And now it just it seems like there's nothing. Now I mean you can go. So much farther than just not being home. I'm at my buddy's house, but you can do so many. I mean, oh, yeah. This is a perfect example. You do something very serious and it just kind of gets wiped away. Yep. Yep. And nobody thinks about what gets left behind. I, I asked yeah, the prosecutor who picks up those pieces? to, um, I said, can we make her write a letter every week to Jazz? I said, I don't want them to ever get to Jazz. They but need to go the- to the prosecutor's office. They need to go through and just make sure that they get through. But I want an apology and I want her to write some type of, you know, when somebody died, right? We have all these mass murderers out there. We have all these people that have school shootings and all this different stuff. I want her to write out what she thinks the effect was on the family. Like what happened to the family after this? Once a week for her 12 months that she is whatever, because then- It has to be top of mind, and it's going to make her think about the effect that these kind of things have on not just the family, but the community and what the ripple effect is. And send it to the prosecutor's office, and they can trash every one of them. But as long as she sends it in every week. And I was told, we can't do that. that. We can't do that. And I'm like, why can you not do that? Well, that's too much to ask of her to do. There's no way the judge will ever uphold that. I said, you can't ask her to think about the fact that she wanted to take my son's life once a week because I think about it every fucking day. Yeah. So where is the accountability there for my child? Oh, we can't. We can't do that. That's too much. We're going to hurt somebody's feelings. That's the system that we have right now that has to change something and it's not going to happen unless we all talk about it, yep. unless it's out there and people realize that this is what is happening in our system yeah. today, not 10 years ago, not whatever. It's happening today. Still, people are walking away from things because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Yep. It's not my problem. Not my circus, not, not my, my monkeys. Circus. Yeah, exactly. Well, the circus came Needs to town to- for my family. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing. I know it was <laughs> yeah. one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I know you wanted it to be done. And, and now that there are those out there, we hope that you understand what Jen and what her family 
has gone through and what they will continue to go through because um, it's it's not over. 12 months from now, it's not going to be over. Well, 12 years from now, it's not going to be over. It may not be around right. as, as prominent. You right. know, life moves on. There will be other situations that will take over, and, and, and but it, it will always be there. There will always be. Oh, yeah, just a little shadow thought. in the back yeah. of your mind. Absolutely. makes you think twice. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you all listening. Uh, we encourage you to share this podcast. Try to get as many people to listen to it and not for the clicks. We could care less. No, don't care about that. It is about making sure that people are aware of what's happening in our communities. I, you know? I Yeah, and it's important to me that hopefully maybe you guys are able to share it with somebody that has a voice that knows what steps I can take. Yeah. That is there another step from here? Can I appeal? Can I go, What you know? Should I leave it alone? I mean, it's almost like a group therapy, but there's got to be somebody out there who has a higher status that understands laws and maybe how we can start making changes. Yeah. Right. So the more people you share it with, the better chance it has of landing on the ears of somebody who says, you know what? This gal needs to do this to get this motion moving. And this is what she needs to back her. Let me get a hold of her and let her know. And hopefully it will continue to remind you. Before you start commenting on things, yes. think about everyone involved. Please. Please. Think about everyone involved have, and how your comment right. have an will opinion. affect. Fine. Absolutely. But if it's not kind, if it's not supportive in any way, I the ones that were like, this is a tragedy. I'm so sorry that this happened. I wish, you know, things were different in our school. I get it. Yeah. Right? People are in shock. They're in awe, whatever. I certainly hope that both of these children involved in this are going to end up being okay. Fine. But when you go attacking somebody that you don't know who they are, yeah, what that does to his little spirit, to these other people that are out there, adults and kids alike, Absolutely. it is destructive and it is damaging. So... Yeah. Think about it. Just think twice you before typing. you do it. If somebody just think, I guess maybe if somebody wrote what you're about to write about your loved one, how would it make, would you, it feel? make you feel? That's a good way to put and it. And is it okay for you to continue to do that to somebody else's? Again, we encourage you uh, share this podcast with family, friends, anybody that you know, so we can make sure we get the word out. So thank you again for sharing. Yeah, thanks, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that was an unload. I'm going to go drink some alcohol <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Definitely.